Okay, so welcome guys to Obsessions with Julia Gray, where we talk about the pop culture we love and what it says about us. Today we have Layla Halabian. Did I get that right? Yes, she's a Manhattan-based writer, editor, and shit poster. She's also the culture editor at Nylon Mag, where she covers all things internet, books, niche trends, and rising stars in film and TV. Hey, girly. Hi, Julia. What's up? <laughs> How are you doing at 9 p.m. on this lovely Wednesday evening? I'm doing great, actually. Uh, I just had a friend come over and we like ate food and took a little walk. It's actually for once perfect weather in New York. So I've been really enjoying it. How long do we think the perfect weather is going to last? Are we oh, like two Now that weeks? we're like publicly talking about it, probably like <laughs> it's done. It's probably over. Um, but yeah, I feel like we might have jinxed it. It's always like nice. And then you're like, Oh, Halloween's coming. I can like really have so much fun and I won't be cold. And then literally October 30th, it's suddenly freezing. So that's been my experience in life. So we'll see if, you know, global warming makes it a little nicer, a little balmy Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) That's a, that's a beautiful way of looking at things. (laughs) Um, I was going to come up with a little headlines game. I usually have a few fake, a few real headlines, but every headline I read was just a little too crazy for me to make something up. So, (laughs) I mean, everything about Megan Fox right now is just, I mean, beyond my level of comprehension. It's really wild and people love it. Like it's, that's why everyone, every publication has their fingers in it. It's like they get so much traffic. It's crazy. You can, you can generate like five blog posts out of one minute of that GQ. Yeah, uh, it's wild. I mean, it's like, they're so interesting to me in that like, okay, I really genuinely think that they love each other. And today GQ released a video of them guessing, like, you know, interviewing each other and seeing like who knows the most about the other. And it was one of those things where you're like, wow, okay, like these are people who generally like get along, they have good banter, good banter. I'm like watching Love Island. (laughs) They like, they get along and they really care about each other and like have um, respect towards each other. So it's like, cause it's like, sometimes you watch these couples talk and you're like, do you even know this person? Or like you hate each other kind of thing. So it's definitely not that. So I think that aspect of it is really nice, but I am like, you guys need to chill. Just like chill for a second. (laughs) Stop posting. Okay. Yeah. Captions on Instagram constantly. I think that they are, they're in risky territory. Like, I feel like they might ruin the magic for themselves. Yeah, we're like already, I can see the tide sort of turning against them publicly, maybe, um, because we're at saturation, you know, it's like we've seen so much and same goes for Courtney and Travis, I think, where it's like, I enjoy like I'm, I'm a romantic. I like love seeing people genuinely love each other, but there's only so much I can take. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Even like a woman as gorgeous as Megan Fox, like something's got to give. Yeah, it's I a lot. Do, I do love her so much, but I don't know. Watching the watching all the new content, I'm a little 
I'm a little exhausted. I feel like she's really falling into the Kardashian way of just the way she looks now, I guess, is I mean, she looks like herself, but definitely Kardashianified. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious about that. I like want her to have, I want like this Netflix movie that she has with Sydney Sweeney to come out and be funny or successful or whatever it wants to be. Um, I actually don't know anything about it, but um, I want it to be something where it's like, she can just have her own thing so that she's no longer like, she doesn't always have to have press about her relationship. You know what I mean? I just don't think that that's, I don't think that's like the move yes, within this like renaissance. Like, I think it's a key component of it, but I think she can have her own thing. And I really hope that we start seeing some of that soon. Also, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's funny that she, I guess, sure. If you won't work, like it's in your best interest to be in the spotlight, but she doesn't need to do this. I wonder if she's doing machine gun Kelly a favor, like for his music career. I think so, because it's like, I never would hear anything about him really that like that often until he's heard it in mm-hmm. Fox. And it, like, that was, I guess the same time as his, uh, genre pivot so i can't say that it was like all her but i do think it's a huge component sure. it is like we love a you know wild celebrity couple and i feel like we don't really like this is it is such a throwback in a lot of ways where it's like this is kind of it's like angie and billy bob thornton when they were just all over each other yes. all the time and i feel Impactable like we don't really, everything is so buttoned up in terms of like I just feel like publicists mm-hmm. have, you know, they're protecting their clients, I guess, but they've also made it super boring in a lot of ways. And I feel like they're this refreshing thing where it's like, oh, we actually don't see this kind of thing that often. And it would, I just wish it was like maybe like 15% less in like how often we're seeing it. Absolutely. I also, I don't know. I'm such a big supporter of Megan Fox. Like, I think she's so cool. And Machine Gun Kelly is just like, he looks, he looks like a wet dog. I'm, I don't, (laughs) his music's stupid to me. I really, I wish there was another. You think she's settling? Yes, absolutely. I wish there was some other kind of like hot pop punk boy that she could get with. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely, I guess, not my type. And if they were, I guess if they didn't seem to have, like, as intense of a connection as they clearly do, I'd be like, yeah, Uh she's settling. But I don't know. There's something where I'm like, okay, there's something very, like, real going on between them that, like, we'll never understand. So I guess that for me, I'm like, okay, I'm just glad that she has this, you know, and... Yeah, and it's made Machine Gun Kelly, like, I. this is the most I've ever known about him, you know? So (laughs) it's working. (laughs) It's working. And then I'm sure vice versa, any Machine Gun Kelly fans out there are like, whoa, who's this absolute babysitting? I know. I mean, mean, if if someone doesn't know who Megan Fox is, which maybe maybe the, the younger generations don't. Yeah, that's like it's either a personal problem or like you need to do your research kind of thing. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like if you don't, uh, it's, it would be really crazy because I feel like Gen Z and like the younger end of Gen Z too, it's, they are so obsessed with like 2000s nostalgia that like it would be impossible to, to, be, to know that without Megan Fox. I feel like even, she was really crucial, at least for me. She was. Even just like the gifts of Jennifer's body right. are which is widespread now enough. in the Criterion collection, which is yes, no. officially added to the Criterion collection, if you can believe. Like that's actually that that's great. It's cool. Like I can't I'm it's one of those things that I feel like even five years ago it was like you would talk about it and people would be like, Oh, that movie, and it's like, no, it had bad marketing, like you don't understand, it's really good. And yeah. now and now here we are with the it's film elite. So, so. <laughs> I I watch that movie every single year. It's so good. <laughs> I okay. I before we move on from Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, I I need to bring up her tattoos. So in this mm. GQ couple quiz video, she talks about like oh she quizzes him on how many tattoos do I have? What are they? And he, uh, I mean, to his credit, really stunning job he did, but. Two of her tattoos. She has one Nietzsche tattoo and one Shakespeare. And a Shakespeare. Yes. Also, I, she, is, she surprises <laughs> me every day. I know. When she said the Nietzsche quote, I, like, had to pause the video. I was like, I <laughs> cannot believe what I'm hearing. Like, I... Yeah, exactly. She she loves to keep us on our toes, and I admire that. <laughs> yeah. She also, like... I mean, this is about to sound mean, but she's very like um, freshman taking philosophy vibes, you know? Yes. I mean, I think, I mean, I think that's also because like everyone thought she was like just like a pair of tits with one brain cell for so long that I think she like really, I'm sure she has some sort of insecurities tied to it. And that was like in the video too, where she's like, my biggest strength is like, I'm actually not stupid. I'm smart. So like, I think, I feel like if you probably had that going on too, it would make more sense to have like a philosopher tattoo as well as a Shakespeare quote. You know, you know what? It, you know what it reminds me of is um, Sasha Gray like having pics with what like Karl Marx. Is, is am I making that up? The porn star Sasha Gray having like <laughs> pictures like of her reading some Karl Marx text. Oh my god, I've never that seen must that. must exist. Like, yeah. That, I can't be making that up. I'm sure it does. There's like that whole genre of like celebrities like reading in public, you know? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even mean to bring this out, but the yeah. Grimes uh, Karl Marx paparazzi moment. Honestly, to me, perfect. I love Claire. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> and I also like, I, mean, I love anyone who trolls the internet and I think that like Grimes, Lil Nas X and Doja Cat are the three of the best ones that we have right now and I do feel like Grimes a little less Mm -hmm. so because she is like very sensitive and I feel like sometimes really does take it to heart but like Doja Cat and Lil Nas X like those they cannot be held down you know it's like you think that you're going to cancel them they're already 10 steps ahead making fun of you it's like they're so good at shitposting and trolling. And I think from now on, if you want to be like a celebrity of note, you're going to have to know how to navigate that. Abs- uh, yes. I, I think they're going about it the absolute right way. Right, right. 
I I feel like it. I don't know. I think that Grimes is also. I think she's just. She. It's been a roller coaster for her. And she, right. you know, I, I don't know. I, I have nothing but love for her. And I, I yeah. the Elon Musk thing, even that didn't phase me. Go do, do what you want to do, girl. Is what right. And that was like, okay, this, this is kind of like the way. Okay. So when I found out that they met because I mean, this is like, everyone knows this by now, but it's like they met because they were trying to make the same AI joke on Twitter. And like, and then he saw that she made it too. Yes, I was like, you know what? Course. Like to me, when you find a connection like that, like you have to pursue it. It's, you got to find out where it goes. And they had a fun ride for a while. And it's also like, I don't, it's like, I'm not dating Elon Musk. It's like, I don't care. And also now they're, now they've broken up. So yeah. <laughs> Also, she's she's just a she's just a famous person, you know. Right. Like yeah. that's okay. I I feel like um, for a while people really held her to these um, like I don't know anti capitalist standards because she would I don't know do some radical shit posting. But I don't think she's I don't know. I think she is just kind of a manic poster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like a shit poster and things got a little out of hand, but I think she's going to be, she's going to be on the up and up soon. And everyone, all the naysayers are going to be eating their words. And I better not see a single one of them at the grime show because I'll be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Seriously. Like front row for diehards only. I know. It's like, we were there for you, Claire. <laughs> yes. And I, I mean, again, wish nothing but the best for that girl. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to find my document, but I think we can jump right into your obsessions. Okay. So Layla, tell me about your pop culture obsessions. We can start where you, you came with a few prepared, so start wherever you wish. Okay. So, um, my, one of my current obsessions right now is Love Island UK season one specifically. Because, um, so this is, like, right now, when you go on Love Island, like, when you're watching Love Island, you can tell it's, like, the people go on, they kind of, like, know the way that the show is going to work. Like, most of the girls know that they have, like, a Pretty Little Things, you know, uh, brand deal coming out of it or Mm -hmm. some sort of, like, partnership so it's like not oh, of course. as high stakes and also this was something that I didn't realize that like because they would always be like, or, be like oh it's early that. days it's early days and I was always like okay that might be like a British thing but then watching and of course like I watched Love Island backwards where like I started watching it a couple <laughs> years ago and started watching it backwards and then started watching it as they were happening so I'm just like I've been all over the place um in the timeline so now I'm just like at season one finally and now I understand why they always now use the term early days was because like the stakes were so high. It's like these people had no idea what was going on. They were also drunk off their ass the entire time because this is like, I think maybe the only season where they're allowed to drink liquor. And so like, imagine it's like these drunk, horny adults in oh this house, and it's like 
already that sounds chaotic but when they're off hard liquor like it's so wild and it's also like this one is set in 2015 so it's just like a different era completely yeah and like it's just a different time time capsule so i've really been enjoying watching that um and just seeing how much like attitudes have changed and also like the pursuit of celebrity it's like gotten more cunning you know what i mean i don't know Absolutely. Yeah. I'm also I'm trying to think, when did Tinder come around? That was pre-2015. Right. I feel like Tinder I mean, must have been like 2013, 2014, something like I'm that. I'm looking it up. 2012. Okay. But I feel like 2015, we were still kind of in the in the early days, if you will, of dating apps. Right. right. I, also, I also just feel like, like you said, I mean, the brand deals, the stakes were lower. So people were really just kind of... Um, throwing caution to the wind and trying to find love. Yeah. And also it's like the, the personalities are like, there's this one girl on the show who's like a, she's Christian. And a lot of the time she's struggling with thinking about like what her congregation is going to think of what she's doing and her her pastor and like her parents and all this stuff. And there's like a lot more like emotional turmoil that happens in that. Like, I feel like, in these later seasons like the one that just aired was one of the most boring seasons of the series and i feel like the producers are really going to have to revamp things because the like the islanders themselves like they know how the game works and it's like we need them back to where they were in season one where it's like truly like very real it's really good and also um, i'm also really obsessed with accents from essex I don't know. There's something in the water in Essex. What? Is it thicker? Is it like thicker than your traditional British accent? Yeah, it's thicker. It's um, it's uh, more exaggerated. I think it's like in between what somebody in London and like a Cockney accent would be, where it's not totally off the rails. But it's That's like perfect. it's. That is the sweet it's spot. It's the sweet spot, exactly. It's so good. And then also everyone from Essex, I don't know what it is about that place. Like, I need to go there. I need to speak with people. I need to do, like, an anthropological study of sorts. But it's, like, they are so good on camera. They're so funny. <laughs> and I don't know what it is about them. A lot of charisma yeah, there, I'm sure. Yeah, because it's, like, they're not as, like, stuffy as the London people and whenever London people come on the show, you're like, oh, this is going to be a snooze. Like, you guys are so... Now Now I'm like, oh, they're so posh. Yeah, <laughs> they're so posh. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> Careerist Londoners. Exactly. But then, yeah, the Essex people are just, like, very funny, and they know how to have a good laugh. Um, and the accent just kills me. Oh, my God. I mean, I do feel like... I haven't watched much of Love Island, but I've tried to... I've watched recommended seasons like parts of recommended seasons and it does Mm. seem like i mean of the seasons i've watched which are only recent ones everyone is just so kind of uh transparently there to um get big on instagram no that's the same thing happened to like vanderpump rules and like yes you know everyone just wants um fame and they're not just uh in it for the for the good game of reality television yeah Vanderpump rules right now it's like <laughs> who works at sir just Raquel and Charlie who works there? 
I'm so nervous for that business. I know. It's, I mean, it's, okay. I have never, I had never watched Vanderpump Rules until maybe, yeah, it was earlier this year. And I had had friends for years tell me, they're like, this is the best show. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. And then one day my boyfriend was like, I really want to watch a show about like shitty people in LA. And then I was like, wait, I've like, I've heard Vanderpump Rules is good. And (laughs) once we started watching, it was like, we were watching maybe like six episodes at a time. Like we could not stop, but it's like, it's amazing. It's like almost. It's perfect. It's delicious. Like the tragedy of some of these characters (laughs) is beyond anything that I was prepared for. Like, I mean, Kristen is one of the most tragic figures of all time. Oh my God. (laughs) Kristen just makes me sad. Yeah. That is a, that's a sad, a sad person to watch. I know. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you're truly, you're just like this woman. Like, how do you navigate the world with the way, the way that you interpret everything that's happening to you? It's terrible. There's just, there's a certain manic energy uh, coming off of her that I worries yeah. me. I also feel like she just, I don't know, now that she's not welcomed back, I i really don't know where, where to go. Yeah, because, I mean, she, that was her bread and butter. I mean, remember when she had a shirt line? <laughs> oh, my God, yes. It was called, like, St. James or, like, I don't know. It was, like, something that I was, like, what in, what the hell is going yes. on here? Yes, and it was absolutely oh who who could forget it it was i think it was saint james and it was um just shirts that said like namaste in bed and stuff like that yeah it was like for pinterest wine moms i yeah i mean (laughs) exactly just start a pinterest shop i mean maybe that's what it was yeah and now it absolutely just been that and now like the people on the show i'm i think i mean they are all so at their core, dramatic people. So I'm sure they'll have interesting storylines or at least I'm hopeful they will, but it is like seeing their rise to wealth throughout the series has been like one of the most compelling Mm -hmm. parts of the show. And now I'm like, oh my God, you guys are just so lost. Oh, okay. Kristen Foreman in the chat is um, reminding me of a moment in the show. If you can uh, shift over to the discussion tab, this okay. gift of Lala sucking on a, um, <laughs> uh, not, not a binky. Um, what do you call it? Oh yeah. Her little bottle, bottle, baby that, bottle. <laughs> that she uses to calm Before down. Oh, Lala is the star of the show. She, she's a, so- she's a, she's a, perfect little psycho she's a live wire she's really out of control um but i am this is like what i'm looking forward to because charlie said she was from barstow california which is like listen there is nothing going on in barstow so like you know that this girl like had to really work her way out of that place and mm-hmm. when she was like, oh, yeah, like, it was just, you know, like, there was, like, nothing to do. And it was just, like, a bunch of, like, gangs and stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much the vibe there. So it's, like, when she tries, when Lala tries to, like, single her out and, like, pick on sure. her in not last night's, but the night of last week's episode, 
I'm like, oh, this is really like going to be interesting because it's finally going to be somebody who like it. I think Charlie is who Lala thinks she is. Like Lala thinks she's so hard and she's like, you know, no one can mess mm-hmm. with her. No one can tell her shit. And I think Charlie actually is that girl. And Lala is, uh, she like always, you know, like she's sucking on a baby bottle. She calls her mom all the time. Like, I mean, it's like, I don't think those are bad things, but I think Lala comes from like a big support system. And I think that she tries to be this hard girl and she's actually like going to get her ass handed to her at some point. I hope. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I also feel like, I don't know. She has Rand and her whole thing is very, it it is very that it's very, she's soft on the inside, hard on the out, but I think everyone sees Mm -hmm. through it. But I do, um, I don't know, She she's a joy to watch. She also, I mean, I don't know, bless her heart, really has stuck with it. Yeah. She, she really started from the bottom. Yeah. I will say, I mean, like, she has the charisma. She's really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Also, James, her and James, uh, for a while, I... I just so funny like the will they won't they but they definitely won't like Lala constantly shutting him down that song they did together ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so my god I forgot about that yeah and her performance she was doing oh so good I I would play it right here right now but um I I just don't want to do the do the search but it's a hilarious tune. Um, highly recommend. Maybe I'll link it in the discussion. James is also a very special character in the same way. I really can't get enough of him. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, he's also just so sad to me. Yeah, I like. He's also like, he's so like he just keeps making the same mistakes all the time, and it's even sadder to see him like, being sober and still. Oh lashing out and fucking up like the text messages between him and lisa's son have you seen that where he's just like you're fat you're disgusting i'm like oh my god james what is wrong with you yes that is really upsetting and lisa that craven little lady just said just absolutely shunning her son and saying this man this man james is good for ratings we need him I know it's really like when he pulls up to Villa Rosa and like James is there, you can, he, you can tell in his face. He's like, what? Like, why? <laughs> Mom, uh, why so is he? Sad. I mean, exactly. <laughs> Mom, please. <laughs> Mom, you saw the text messages. He called me fat. Leave, leave me not this. Oh, that, I mean, Lisa's poor children. Yeah. Pandora, I, Pandora, I, I honestly, have no sympathy for um really what what i mean i i have no idea anything about her i I remember she had a um a blog right she had some fashion blog that um they want oh yeah i mean like i don't really just i basically oh yeah stassi right oh my god that was so funny because watching it's like stassi's like i have to write like 500 words like patrick stop Uh talking to me i'm like you wouldn't last a day wouldn't last a day in the blog mind, sweetie. I know. I, I love I love Stassi as a writer. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, but 
what were we saying before? I don't. Oh, the sun. Oh yeah, Pandora. Yeah, I don't really know much about Pandora besides like what I've seen on the show, but she just seems like really annoying. She just seems like a girl boss. She has the girl boss mentality without like. I don't know. It's like you don't need to be like that. You can just chill. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Like, you're actually rich. <laughs> yeah, like, you're actually so rich. Just, like, enjoy your life. Why are you stressing about wine? Like, Enjoy the one life you have, I Pandora. Yeah. You. Yeah, I really, like, anytime I, I see a wealthy person who's like, I have to, like, have a job. Or, like, I don't know. <laughs> just, like, stressing out about stuff. I'm like, can you just have some perspective, please? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Enjoy the one single life you have. I know. But I, I'm holding out hope for the rest of the season. I feel like maybe we can get some sort of switch up. Maybe something will happen. Yeah, I'm. I hope that Sandoval acquiesces and decides not to name the restaurant Schwartz and Sandy. Like that's my number oh one my hope. <laughs> that is so upsetting to me that they and that they won't let Katie kind of. Um, like help out (laughs) are you team katie she i mean honestly is just annoying to me but as kind of um i don't know i i think she deserves some sort of role in this situation you know it's like she has the experience she's just as famous as you two let her let her have some say and she knows what's best clearly because she uh put a veto on schwartz and sandy's which sounds like a Jewish deli. I know. It's like the way he was describing it. He was like, imagine James Terrell lights. And I was like, Schwartz and Sandy. No, no. like you're going to have a pool table in the dark at Schwartz and Sandy. Like that's not. (laughs) Oh my God. Also like, I love James Terrell as like a, (laughs) on his mood board. (laughs) I know he's so, Tom is so, just a sweet, simple man. Yeah, bless, bless his heart. Yeah. <laughs> bless him. Um, speaking of Bravo, your other obsession, how, was it Housewives involved in criminal acts? Am I, <laughs> am I recalling yes. correct? Yeah. So this, um, this year in Andy Cohen's beautiful Real Housewives universe, there are two housewives who are like involved in basically money laundering fraud embezzlement like it's crazy and it's unfolding on the show (laughs) i mean okay who let's do like a little recap of each and then discuss our faves okay so in beverly (laughs) hills this one is a little bit of a longer explanation. So um, there's one housewife named Erica Jane and she was married to this powerhouse Los Angeles attorney named Tom Girardi, who um, we all, he is famous for working on these really high profile class action lawsuits like Aaron Brockovich he was the lawyer. Like, the lawyer in the movie is based off of Tom Girardi. Um, 
Yeah, so crazy. He still works on any sort of class action lawsuit from like, you know, contaminated water, burn victims, all sorts of things. Um, one of his recent big ones was that airplane that crashed a couple years ago, the Lion Air. I think it crashed in Malaysia and he was working on behalf mm-hmm. of the victims, families, so orphans, um, widows, that sort of thing to get money. And meanwhile, Erica is on the show over the past, I don't know. This is also, this is really, I'm, I started watching it this season because this was all happening where I was like, whoa, this is a really interesting moment in like culture where this, you know, usually frothy catty franchise is intersecting with this really horrific, harrowing, um, abuse of power and misplacement of funds. So anyway, Erica Girardi lives an incredibly lavish lifestyle. She spends $50,000 a month approximately on glam. She. That, yeah, yeah. that number is insane. It's astronomical. It's crazy. She um, always wanted to be a pop star. She marries this wealthy lawyer who's um, maybe like, 40 30 40 years her senior and he is bankrolling her life so she's like you want to be a pop star here we're gonna i'm gonna fund everything you need yeah so she had a single about called expensive about how expensive she was she you know has all this jewelry (laughs) private jets everything to be me yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. so she has everything um and she's on housewife so it's like obviously she's showing it all off she's on the Beverly Hills franchise, which is one of the most lavish of the Housewives franchises. And in this season, we see that like, she all of a sudden out of the blue um, announces that she's divorcing Tom and all the other housewives are like, Oh my God, Erica, like, did anyone know? No, it just came out of nowhere. And then she kind of starts spinning a tale about like how, you know, he, wasn't that good of a husband, et cetera, et cetera, all this stuff, always talk down to her. And it's like, oh, like, that's weird. Like, none of them had ever really picked up on that, but like, sure. And then, um, then a couple weeks after she divorces him, it comes out, there's a huge LA Times expose about how Tom has been embezzling funds from the winnings in his class action lawsuits and his firm to bankroll their luxurious life. And all of these victims have never seen any money. They've been trying to get money for years and they've gone down every avenue and it's like dry. There is no money. And then, so this is happening and this is all happening on camera, which is really crazy it's so crazy. So it's like, oh, on one hand, it's like, you see Erica, who is like, she's trying to craft this narrative of her where she's like, yes, like, I've never been on my own before. But like, that's okay. Um, or like, I haven't been on my own since I was like in my 20s. That's okay. I'll figure it out. Like, I'm strong. I'll make it work. Meanwhile, all of these things are breaking in real time. And she is like, mm-hmm. trying to navigate like, what she can talk about how to come off innocent. So she's like putting on this performance while all of this more and more damning evidence is coming out. 
and it's like really bad shit. So you're like, oh my God, like, how are you dealing with this? And then meanwhile, she's trying to like craft another narrative that Tom got into some sort of car accident and has been experiencing mental decline since then. But it's literally like, because the show has been airing while all these alleged incidences have happened, you see Tom, like, according to her timeline, where she's like, oh, he started, you know, um, being confused. And it's like, you see him talking really coherently and going to work and all this stuff. And you're just like, oh, you're just like continuously lying and then trying to like Mm -hmm. rearrange this lie to fit your narrative. And it's really fascinating to watch. It's really fascinating to watch the other women try to figure out where they stand with her. And some of them are like blindly supporting her and other ones are like trying to be more cautious and trying to like, you know, because she has these obvious loopholes or obvious holes in her story. And if you bring it up to her, she is vicious. So she's like screaming at you. Yeah. Somebody wrote, oh my God, the mascara tears. Yeah. Like it's, it's one of the most, it's like a performance. You see her where she's like, I'm, she's like, (laughs) look at my life. Look at my choices. And she's like seeing these other things where she's like, I thought I was going to hold that man's hand Uh until he died. And it's like, okay, like this is unbelievable to watch. So yeah, that has been really crazy. And right now, one of the latest um, updates is that the court is subpoenaing the unaired Bravo footage to see everything that Erica has been talking about. Like it's, (laughs) it's so messy. She was also trying to sell her clothes on Fester Collective. Oh my and, god! I did not know that. Part. And the court ordered her to stop because it's evidence. Oh my yeah. god! For those yeah. who don't, that is like a resale website that right. Anyway, that is so crazy. Yeah, um, that, well, I feel sad for her. And it's maybe kind I of hard yeah, because it's like what when she gets divorced right before this news breaks. Um, her husband was also putting money into her LLC. So it's kind of a question of like, what did she know? How much did she know? When did she know it? Like, was she aware this was happening? Like, did she care? Like, I think so. Yeah. So there's like a lot of unanswered questions and she, (laughs) you know, it like, it just really doesn't look good from any angle you look at it. And I don't accept your producer. Yeah. I mean, if you're a producer, you are salivating like, Oh my God. I mean, they've struck gold with this. (laughs) Yeah. It's really crazy. And like, I don't know. It's like, she, I definitely encourage anybody. It's like, you don't even have to watch the franchise to in its entirety to get into this season. And this season is like really, really like it delivers on every front. I mean, it's, it's, it, there's something for everyone. Yeah, completely. And the, I, I do think that Erica has, she's known, she's been known, but I do also think that she just didn't realize what she had gotten into. I don't know. I, I do have some sympathy for her, but not, not enough. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I like understand that in, like, I'm sure, like, her life fucking in some regard to how it was before, like, it sucks. Like, 
I don't know. I saw like a, uh, some clips of like the reunion that's airing tonight and like her glam team is no longer with her. Like things are not, <laughs> things are not as good as they once were, but at the same time, she's still staying in like a $10,000 uh-huh. house. It's not like she's like living. Yeah. She's not, yeah, she's not living like in some random suburb, you know, in a small apartment kind of thing. But it's like, I understand that like the decrease in, luxury of life is startling but if she like knew anything about this like it's un- it's like unforgivable like it's really <laughs> oh um, it's really bad i also yeah i guess you just see these people like unraveling before you and you're like oh shit mm-hmm. like they don't know any better but at the same time i don't know zoom out girl <laughs> right and it's also just confusing to me where it's like if you're gonna be on a national show like this where your fans are mostly gay men and women who love to sleuth online like you better have everything in order like you cannot be embezzling money and be on tv no like no pick one you have to (laughs) you can't do both yeah I, i mean that and that is something she didn't realize and we're really we're really seeing the the realization moment I just, I think that maybe she needs to, I don't know. I, for so long, I thought she was such a fun character, but I feel like she needs to maybe move on after the season. Yeah. I'm wondering, cause it's like, she needs that Bravo check though. Yeah. I mean, clearly. That's the thing. It's like, it's crazy that it's like, she's in such a situation. Yeah. Yeah, No, I mean, Andy Cohen will not say goodbye to her until she's behind bars. You know what I mean? Oh my God, Andy Cohen. He needs to take ownership of uh, what's happened to Real Housewives of New York. Oh my God, I couldn't. I couldn't watch this season. I was no, so I'm, bored. Yeah, I, I I stopped pretty quickly because, and, and then I've kind of only been keeping up through what I've heard people say. But it's there's, yeah. there's it seems there. bleak. Yeah, we need a that show needs a facelift. It's like I want Luann and Sonia to stay. Oh my God. Yeah. I also oh, I used to love Bethany. Bethany was kind of what I mean. She, she sucks, but she was so fun. Yes. Wait, Kristen said Leah has become sufferable. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like I she is annoying. <laughs> right? Okay. I really. The first couple episodes of this season, I was like, oh, my God, I like cannot do 20 hours of this. I just I don't have it in me. <laughs> I'm not young and sprightly anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, Leah, I think, is just kind of so up her own ass at this point and very much like, I don't know, happily kind of um, gallivanting downtown. Who knows where her daughter is? <laughs> Oh my god, Kiki. (laughs) No, no, I'm being mean. But I I mean, she just has this whole, like, she really thinks she's a cool girl and it's exhausting. Right. I think she thinks she's, like, delivering TV gold and it's, Mm -hmm. like, it's not anywhere near what it was. Yeah. I think she thinks that she's the fresh young voice that Housewives needs, but I don't know. I mean, I was, like... When she, she first came minute. to the franchise, I was kind of excited about it. Like, I thought she was fun. But this season, she's just such a drag. I don't know. Something changed. Maybe it got to her head. I have no idea. 
Yeah. I also feel like it's just, I, I can't imagine being on that show and um, providing entertainment for people week after week. <laughs> yeah. God. I mean, not early, ruining seasons, your life. early seasons of Roni were really special though. Like yes. that, oh my God. Un, unlike anything, it's like those women, I will love them forever. But like, I okay, listen, <laughs> There, have you seen the trailer for the um, how like the Housewives on Vacation special? Okay, so there's like one so. where it's like popular housewives from the uh, franchises all go on vacation for a week together, and yeah, it's like oh, that's great. Good yeah, idea. It's, it's, it looks like it's gonna be fun. Ramona is on it, and of course, in the trailer for it, she seems to be getting into a fight with all the black women on the show um, and like telling them to no. like, yeah, like telling Ramona. them to shut the fuck up. And they're like, and it's they're terrible. like, don't tell me to shut the fuck up. Like, you don't know me like that. Like they're standing their ground. She's acting like, I don't know. She's annoyed or whatever. And of course she also pisses herself in this trailer. That woman is old no. now. It's like she, it's at this point, oh. I feel like it's elder abuse to watch Ramona continue yeah, to I... shit herself on TV. <laughs> no, I mean, I fully agree at this point th- there are certain housewives you just need to get off the screen and she, <laughs> she is one of them. I, yeah. that, I mean, she has been kooky for too long. You know what I mean? Like she, yeah. I think she's run out of um, appropriate, kind of uh high drinks and it's all downhill yeah i think she needs to take um you know the small amount of dignity she has left and just like (laughs) politely just like chill have fun with avery like it's like you you have a lot you have like this new chapter of your life you don't need to be on housewives at like 67 anymore you know (laughs) Oh my god! She, she there's no way she's wait. Up. I'm looking it up right now because she's definitely like in I'm her upset. late sixties. No she's definitely in her late sixties. Oh, in that case, she's sixty four. Oh, <gasps> yeah, that's crazy. Okay, in that case, yeah. I I like her more than I did before. Why? <laughs> I don't know because there's something about sticking with it and like carrying it out for that long that I'm like, okay, sure, I like. <laughs> She's a Scorpio, baby. She's not letting go. Hello. I also feel like maybe I just feel um, like sad for her, and that's that's where my um, that's where it's coming from. Yeah, um, I know. Like, seeing, I I just know that she like she loved being married so much to like not be married at. <laughs> her age and at this um time in her life which i'm sure she she thought she was going to be married forever I, I feel like that's like when she when mario cheated on her and they got divorced like i feel like that fundamentally changed her yeah that i mean that would fundamentally change anyone yeah. like that's so sad and also i mean I, i'm not here to stand up for her the um <laughs> there there are people with harder things going on but <laughs> right, right. but I do I, I do there's some there's some deep sadness in that in that person right I agree with you completely <laughs> she's <laughs> and like in the moments where we see like the real her come out you're like oh like this is so bizarre to see and then she just starts acting like a maniac again so 
Yeah. I mean, oh God, I think, I don't know. I don't know if we, we blame the show for this, you know, I think it just, if you're on a reality show of that caliber and you're kind of encouraged to be um, a raving alcoholic, that'll fuck your life up. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I would love to be on Roni and like, yes, Bravo call us. <laughs> I feel like I would oh, like my, like literally I have this like small vision in my head of like me and Bella Hadid on Roni in like the year, like 2036. <laughs> oh, that would be perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, if they want to do a real housewives of Brooklyn, um, Greenpoint even I'm my phone my phone is um ready for calls okay perfect I can't I we'll, can't we'll offer, get Andy on the horn yeah I can't offer glamour but I can offer um a quirky relatable gal in media mm, we need more of those we need more of those on Bravo <laughs> um okay before we run out of time I need you to talk about your your final obsession which which I'll let you introduce because I, you sent the words to me in a text and I, I, I didn't know what they meant. Amazing. Um, so my final obsession is, uh, I stumbled upon horse chiropractor TikTok and it's (laughs) just, it's beyond anything that I ever imagined. Um, I love (laughs) chiropractor TikTok videos in general because, like, I love the sound of a back crack. I love the release. I'm addicted to getting my back cracked. Um, It's, I just, I find it so um, (laughs) therapeutic. And then, so, you know, the algorithm knows me, you know, very well. And so I was scrolling one day and I saw, like, I saw like this person working on a horse and they were like, wait for it. And I was like, okay, I'll wait. And, <laughs> and then it was like, they cracked the <laughs> horse's neck. And I was like, oh my God. And you can imagine oh, how no. loud that crack was. It's like, <laughs> you know, you have a really big back crack or a neck crack and you're like, oh my God. Like I just traveled back into the past. Like I opened a wormhole, something went on. And this one, it's like, as if you had compressed like 20 different people's back cracks into one. It was so loud. It was oh my God. wild. And then, so then I got into this person who does like physical therapy on horses and just like helps them like crack their legs, crack their back. And then this last one that I saw was a horse who literally like, I guess loves getting its neck cracked. And they were like, okay, like, oh, you can do it. And it just, like, twisted its head and cracked its own neck. Oh, my God. Both ways. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so is this coming up on your um, For You page regularly now? Um, Like, how, how big is this universe? I don't know. I haven't dived that deep into it. But it's, like, definitely there are a few animal physical therapy accounts and I think once they once they figure out that you know horse neck cracks are getting the likes I'm sure we're gonna see I'm sure I'm gonna see more of that on my for you page and I'm very excited I, oh my god yeah, it, was, I, it was an immediate follow for me <laughs> I think I I think I need 
to watch these videos. I need to understand because I'm, I, I guess I can't even imagine the ways in which a horse neck could be cracked. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, it's, I'm struggling there's a to lot understand of momentum. The yeah. There's a lot of momentum. They like turn their head. Um, it's, it's really crazy wow. to see, especially also like with <laughs> like animal therapists and stuff. It's like, people make fun of like regular chiropractors so like an animal chiropractor just seems like (laughs) like it just seems like it's out of like a sketch like it doesn't seem like a real thing but yeah I guess it's fake people who probably like race horses must you know I have to like do some more research but I'm sure there's like people who love their horses and need them to be as limber as possible absolutely and also if it's I wonder if you can tell, just if you're just a horse owner, have a horse as a, as a pal. I wonder if you can tell if your horses uh, need to get cracked. Just, just, oh my God, wait. I just looked up horse chiropractor on YouTube and I found a horse named Layla. <gasps> oh my God, my sister. <laughs> wow. Okay. It says, um, Arabian horse rescued from a kill pen. Why are they killing horses? What? And, what? Also, what is a kill pen? Oh, oh my god. god. What is that? I'm so sorry that happened to your horse. <laughs> That's so crazy. Oh, I can't wait to watch this later. Yeah, no. It's... Oh, no. Okay, I'm I'm also being informed that they have um animal or not animal, dog cracking videos and baby cracking videos. I've seen a baby get cracked and I was like, this is, this feels dangerous. Like they're already so malleable. Like, do they need to be cracked? (laughs) I don't think so. Oh my gosh. Horses can take it. Look at those. Look at those guys. They're so Yeah. Horses are the perfect animal to get cracked because they're, you know, they're so robust and they have like their bones and all. They're probably huge, make great noises, but like a baby getting cracked. Hello. Like, (laughs) no, okay. Here's the thing horses one of the biggest things i can think of babies one of the smallest things i can think of famously famously tiny big and big and small those are (laughs) polar opposites one needs cracking one does not yeah um so for the last few minutes do you have um a pop culture shark tank pitch okay i do i have like one that's kind of like a mini pitch and then one that's like a normal pitch i guess um I would so love to hear them. in general i think culture needs more tim robinson and sam richardson they are so funny right. and i especially love sam richardson and i like really wish he was in 10 times as many projects as he's in but it's like everything that he's in is very funny and he's just one of my favorite comedic people right now um and I also did watch <laughs> I watched uh, I think you should I think you should leave <laughs> and um that sketch where he's in the courtroom with the hat have you seen that Julia wait I okay I watched the second season but what tell me about the courtroom sketch like remind it's me. like they're in a courtroom and they're about to look at subpoena text messages from people at the company who are doing insider Oh trainings. my God, that one is so and funny. And they're about the guy wearing the fedora. <laughs> with the yes. <laughs> no, that, yes, that killed me. Oh my God. I was 
losing i like watch it literally every other day (laughs) i is he a writer on that show um tim robinson no no is um sam richardson a writer oh i think i don't know if he's probably i think he's he's definitely involved in some way he probably writes for it but yeah that that um sketch really killed me and just like Tim Robinson's face is so malleable. I just am obsessed with it. And my last Shark Tank pitch is I really dislike nepotism. And I I think one of the most annoying things about working in media might be that like you're kind of you're kind of just supposed to be like, okay, like that's fine. And I I really like I do not want to write about people who I'm just like, what do you, why am I writing about this person? Like, who are they? Yeah. So that is one of my big pet peeves. So I think sure. there could be something where there's like a Japanese obstacle course game show, like that kind of like the ones that are like humiliation focused, but also really fun to watch and ultimately like not dangerous with the children of nepotism. And I think that, yeah, like Iris law against oh, my like, like that, yeah, and only the yeah, exactly. survive. It's like no one's ultimately going to die. Like no one's like going to, you know, nothing bad's going to happen to them. But it's like if you want to be famous, you need to be on the show, kind of thing. And I feel like I feel like a lot of people would watch it. <laughs> I think that's yes. only fair. I think that. Oh wow, that's a really yeah, good idea. And it's like I feel like these. Um, I would love to see if any of them have a personality, I think this could be a nice opportunity for them to show that outside of uh, Instagram. Who, okay. Who's up first Well, and who needs to prove themselves and who are you rooting for? Okay. Let's see. I guess I don't, I don't have no idea who I'm rooting for. I guess like out of, I don't even know if I consider her nepotism, but like Bella Hadid, maybe I guess she's oh, technically sure. nepotism in, in some nepotism. ways, but yeah, or maybe rich. definitely rooting for her. I think she comes across as like, wow, you I love really her. I really do. I think she seems like a genuinely like. You want to be on Housewives? Exactly, with I do. Her. I think she seems like a genuinely kind person, and anyone I've met, and anyone who's met her, has been like, oh my god, she's genuinely so sweet. And I was like, okay, that's great because it's like you think like you being that hot and that famous like some people would just immediately be the most evil bitch alive so i'm glad that she's right she also she has humble beginnings like she remember she was um i feel feel like treated as the the ugly duckling for a while yeah remember when when, oh god we we saw that on early housewives Mm -hmm. when yolanda wouldn't let Gigi eat her birthday cake yeah just really cruel or when Gigi is literally like mom I fainted and she's like eat two almonds chew them all the way through (laughs) (laughs) oh totally yeah and then I guess who and then I guess somebody else who I want on the show would be Iris Law (laughs) just because I can see her trying to be something in Hollywood and I'm just generally like beyond I just don't know what she does or what her I don't know what her personality is I do think she's very beautiful so in that way I think yeah be on the show if you're, you're a beautiful young sure. girl be on the show and also that way be on the show. I'll have more respect for you and I'll maybe support your projects wait what what has she been up to I 
I haven't seen anything other than like maybe a Daily Mail headline every now and again. No, she's not really like she's just I think trying to pivot into Hollywood, and right now she's just like always like at parties and stuff. But definitely, I just can see her trying to like be in movies, you know. But yeah, she's pulling looks. She's doing model stuff, and also I guess. Kate Moss's daughter, Leela. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's something else. Yeah, like maybe. Yeah, actually, I would switch out. Let's switch out Iris. We'll put Bella and uh-huh. Leela together. Wow, we yeah, know who's winning. Gonna dominate. Like Bella actually boxes. <laughs> like that girl is fit. Like she knows. <laughs> she has her cardio yeah. unlock. But yeah, yeah. Every time I see a photo of Kate Moss's daughter, I'm uh-huh. like okay like it must must be hard <laughs> i yeah exactly the biggest yeah exactly. i i feel i don't know i also just feel like these you don't really need to make a name for yourself you know <laughs> right i think there's so much more dignity and like like if i always just think if i were a famous um the child of somebody super super famous like I would be so I would have a private Twitter Instagram I would just like have fun and I would like basically just do all the stuff that's like too like I would literally be like oh I'm gonna get really into ballet and just hire some like ballerina to yes. train me five days a week <laughs> I'm gonna do five. all the things that like are actually like too time consuming and too expensive to do when I have to work kind of thing yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I think it, Every everyone wants something. And yeah. I, I feel like I, I, I also would just be like, oh, I'm just going to do my thing, which is absolutely nothing, whatever I want. But at the same time, you see your parent has this thing and you want to be like, oh, I have my thing too. Yeah. Do you feel like you were put on this earth to chill, Julia? Um, that's a, a great question. I, I feel like I, I have a few different things I think I could have been put on this earth, earth to do, one of which is chill. Um, <laughs> I do feel like I would, I, I just want to entertain people. Yeah. So whether that be in writing or speaking or I don't know. I feel like in another world I was an actress, but it's not this world. Yeah, I definitely feel you. I guess that is one of the few payoffs of media is that like when you can like make people laugh or just like tell a good story you're like oh thank god (laughs) exactly yeah that's exactly I'm (laughs) imagine I'm like I want to tell stories I'm a storyteller (laughs) (laughs) oh I'm crawling inside of my skin and um passing away yeah What do you what do you think you were put on this earth to chill? That's my final question. I love that. That's the that's the new segment. Do you feel like you were put on this earth to chill? Hell yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, I do. I really think I was put on this earth to just like chill and hang out. And if I have to do like more than one thing a day, which is every day of my life, I'm just over capacity. I'm like, no, I don't wanna do this. <laughs> like so yeah I definitely do feel that like I will I'm 
I will feel like I am fully self-actualized when I'm like at a point in my life where I can truly just chill all day long and not have to worry about money. And that's, that's when, that's when I'll be happy. And only then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I mean, I I love it. You were born chilling and you'll die. Exactly. I was not even lying born at 4 20 PM. So yeah, no no way. God literally (laughs) had a prayer for me. So. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Um, did we, did we touch on all the obsessions? Yeah, we did. We, yeah, we hit everything. Oh, that's, that's perfect. Um, well, thank you so much, Layla, for coming on. Let's do this again soon. You this were a fantastic really, guest. This was very, very fun. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you to Yay. everybody who listened. <laughs> Thanks guys for listening. Tune in next week. Same time, same place. And Layla will definitely have to do this again. I'm so down. Yay. All right. Speak soon. Bye. Bye, guys.